Yo, what's up, my horror movie motherfuckers? And now joining us on every fucking platform, iTunes Music or whatever you call it, Apple Music, and all their platforms we just got picked up. Um, welcome to the show. We are going live today. What's up, my guy, James Toon? I see you in there, buddy. Uh, man, I hope you guys have had a great fucking week. Uh, because it is the weekend. It is fucking Friday. Thank God. Woo! Man. Uh, yeah, man. Had a, just had a very, very hectic schedule, man. Like, just, uh, ripping and running and, uh, waiting, waiting on our house to get ready. And, you know, cause we're, we're moving into a new place and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, it, I don't know, man. It's, it's it's wild. Plus, got got injured uh, helping helping my guy move. Man, I I'm old. I thought I was, you know, 28 instead of 48. So I'm, you know, uh, got a little messed up knee, but I'm healing up. Definitely healing up, man. And uh, always doing my my workout routines, you know, I do, I do 420 reps, uh, of smoking a bowl. I do, uh, four, 420 reps of hitting dabs. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do, uh, 420 reps of, Something else was getting high. I don't know who knows. <laughs> but anyway, man, I'm trying, trying to get better, man. Uh, I had, I had a couple of little complications and sent me back to the hospital, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm healing, man. Uh, also got a, got a new, got a new granddaughter here. Grand, my grandbaby is here. I am a granddaddy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really digging it. She, she's, of course, every grandparent is going to say this, but my, I mean, my, actually my grandbaby is beautiful. She is, she's a, she is gorgeous. I think she's flawless and she, she's just growing up. So like even now she was 20 inches. Uh, she came out seven pounds, nine ounces and 20 inches long. And now she's already grown like an inch and a half. So like, yeah, it's a, it's a trip me out too, but it's, it's great. Just lets me know she's healthy and everything is, everything's good. Everything is good. Um, yeah, I, again, this week kind of got a little mix up on my, uh, hard news with my producer. I mean, that's my bad. Well, actually it's, my wife's bad. Uh, we've really been having a lot of internet connection, uh, problems, Wi-Fi connection. And he sent it to me and I just don't have it. So <laughs> what we're going to do, uh, just actually, we're just going to go, just go right. We're going to go right into the movie, uh, that I, I really am excited about doing. And then I've, I've always just loved this movie, man. The, the the movie in itself was done it was done fantastic uh done i mean it's one of Stephen King's 
best adaptations put put on film, I believe. It's, I, I think it's one of the best, especially what they had to work with. But what it is, it's it's the 1991, Sometimes They Come Back. And a lot of people don't know this. This was actually a TV movie, just like the original It uh, that it came out with uh, Tim Curry. It, it was a TV movie. Uh, I remember I was st- just, a, you know, still young, uh, and my mom had told me about it. I wasn't living at home then, but she had told me about this movie. Uh, and the way, the, the way I remember it is she read it to me. She read it to me. And, uh, that's how I used to calm down when I got anxiety when I was younger is my mom would read crazy, crazy. I know some, some people, you know, your parents are reading you fucking Dr. Seuss. Well, mine was reading me Stephen King and, uh, you know, horror novels. I'm just, uh, but she told me that they had made a movie about it and I actually went to go, went to see it and because they, you know, they released it in the, in the theaters. I believe I, I think they released it. Uh, I want to. I want to say maybe it was in '92, something like that. Uh, but they ended up releasing it. Uh, we went. I went. I went to see it. Check it out. But I was amazed. I mean, it had uh, some some great actors. Um, <laughs> the my my guy Robert Rustler. He is. Of course, you might know him from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, he's the little friend. He was also in Weird Science. He was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s little kick partner, and he was in the movie Vamp. So uh, just, you know, those titles, you'll definitely you'll definitely know that guy. Uh, if not, look him up, man. Robert Rustler, he, he was in a lot of 80s movies, a lot of 80s movies. Um, it, also, it also has... Uh, Tim Matheson, which I, this guy's been in everything, you know, him from like, uh, Tommy Boy, uh, he played in, I think, uh, the very Brady sequel or something like that, but he's been in a shit ton of movies and an excellent actor, excellent actor. Uh, it also has, uh, Brooke Adams, uh, which Brooke Adams hadn't played in a lot of things. Uh, but you'll know her as Tony Shalhoub's wife. And that's Monk, 13 Ghosts. I mean, you know, everybody knows Tony Shalhoub. Uh, but that's his wife. And a lot of people don't even know that. Uh, it also has another one of my, it, I, I like this guy's acting, man. This dude's fucking hilarious. He is hilarious, man. Uh, it's, uh, Nicholas Sadler. Uh, he's played in Idle Hands. He was one of the cops. Uh, of course, sometimes they come back. He's played in a bunch of other things. I, I think he's in some Deadwood episodes, maybe, uh, as well as uh, another another one of the bullies. If you've seen the movie, uh, is Mueller. Mueller is one of the Larry brothers from Newhart, and he also plays in Deadwood. He's played in a bunch of those. So. Uh, 
but uh Troncat, well, uh, welcome welcome to the welcome to the podcast and, and me out right back to you <laughs> but uh yeah today we're, we're gonna be talking about the 1991 release sometimes they come back and it is about Jimmy Norman he loses his job in Chicago as a teacher and he has to go back to his hometown to teach and just so happens when he goes back to his hometown this big you know he he lost his brother his brother was basically murdered and uh so he goes back brings brings back a lot of memories um you know his wife Sally is is you know Jimmy you're going to be okay to go to work and you think you're going to be you know be be cool in this one and and I think what he did was was he put his hands on a student that was talking shit which I mean I don't care I, I think it needs to be more fucking punishment in school like that because kids get man they got that big mouth on them nowadays makes makes me want to put my foot in i ain't gonna lie dude i'm not gonna lie because they do not they they the kids nowadays don't have that life experience but (laughs) we'll talk about that later so yeah back back to the movie he comes back and he's he's he goes and he starts teaching and and first he starts getting it uh Getting a little, you know, getting a little razzed and stuff by the students and Chip, which is this fucking football player jock is what he calls himself. Uh, Chad Nigers, Nigers, I believe is what his name is, really hadn't been on a lot of things. So, uh, but play, plays a good little jock. I mean, he, he's pretty cool, but. You know, he starts getting razzed and stuff, man. And really, they, they're trying to push this fucking teacher's buttons because the rumor around school is that he left Chicago because he threw his student through a window <laughs> was the rumor. So, uh, it, it, honestly, it never says it actually it doesn't say it in the movie. But I believe it says it in the book. That, that, that's, that he didn't throw him through a window, but I believe he grabbed, jacked up a student, was like, you know, motherfucker. So, <laughs> you know, and which again, man, some of these motherfuckers needed like it, like, like the dude that jumped on, on Dave Chappelle. You know, little young ass kid gonna run on stage and try to run into Dave Chappelle. You know, have you not seen Dave Chappelle? This fucking dude is jacked. Like this dude, he's, you know, like when dude hit him, Dave Chappelle didn't even fall all the way down. He didn't even fall all the way down. And then dude got his ass whooped, got his arm turned around backwards, got fucked up. Uh, ended up having a, a, a knife with the uh, holding part that looked like a gun. So how the fuck did this dude get into the Hollywood Bowl? The Hollywood Bowl or whatever the fuck. Anyway, so they... You know, they push his buttons. They try to start fucking with him, and he he, he snaps first fucking day, man. He slaps the little wooden pointer. You know, they used to have it. We used to have a school back in the 80s, and if you didn't go to school in the 80s, you fucking had the damn laser pointer. But uh, it was a little wood stick, and he smacks it on the table, and the fucking principal sees it. 
Like he's right there observing and sees the shit going on and comes in and says he'll take over his class. Uh, so anyhow, Jimmy goes home and, you know, he's telling Sally whatever. And, uh, this girl who, who was in, who is in the class, not was in the class. Well, she eventually was in the class or uh, Kate, I believe her name was, uh, I, know, I know her name is Tasia. I'm going to Belinda. Tasia Valenza, she she played in some eighties movies as well. I don't know if uh Shannon, welcome to the podcast. Uh but anyway, yeah. So Kate tells him, you know, uh Mr. Norman, chill out, you know, don't 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 worry about him. They act like to show off, this and that. And so when he starts Mr. Norman, Jimmy starts having these dreams. And it's, you know, the, the typical dreams, you know, you come back to your hometown, you know, all these memories start rushing back. And, but he starts getting dreams about this girl, Kate, being murdered. And doesn't, he doesn't understand why, does, has no idea why, you know, this, this person is murdered and stuff. But, and it ends up that, Everyone, every human or person that dies, a dead person comes back. So the first person to come back is Lawson. I believe it's, I think it's Richard Lawson. Uh, I, I believe now, I'll take my word for it. If not, you fucking, you know, Google it. But I, I believe it's Richard Lawson, uh, which is played by Robert Russler. He shows up, you know, he's got, he's got the, Leather jacket, the t-shirt, Look, looks like fucking Fonzie. Straight up like Fonzie. Except he's wearing fucking Converse Chucks. And he is one of the guys who killed Jimmy's brother 20 years before. And that, that, that's where the crazy part comes in. That's where Stephen King, you know, throws in that, here you go, motherfucker. And so you start, you start trying to, to figure out what the fuck is going to happen. What's going on? Why is this Lawson dude? You know, and, and, and of course, Jimmy, he, you know, Mr. Norman, he remembers it and it's sparking off all these, you know, different memories. And, uh, he starts trying to talk to the police and, uh, you know, the police don't really believe him. So they end up finding this girl. And the girl is strung up in a fucking barn and it automatically puts the police on Mr. Norman. Like, how did you know she was there? Which is, I mean, which is true. I mean, if I had a dream like that, I wouldn't tell a fucking soul. I throw out some hints. I give you a clue, throw you a lifeline, but I ain't going, I'm not putting myself on a fucking list. Uh, Viking descent, man. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting myself out on the fucking, on the, on the leash as number one suspect. Hell no. Hell no. You don't do that. <laughs> so, and, and so that's, you know, Mr. Norman is like real fucking confused as anybody would be. So, you know, what do you tell these fucking cops? 
So he ends up telling he he tells him that he had this dream and this girl was hanging up like that and that's where Lawson came from and nobody believes him. So another another I guess nerd kid or whatever uh honestly they they don't even have him casted man I and uh, I can't remember his name so google it check him out uh but it's it's another student of his he's talking to Mr. Norman after class um uh, Mr. Norman's got this VW bus van you know the sweet pickles van is what I call it but you know he has that and he's, he's telling them you know don't worry about the students this and that and uh trying to make it feel comfortable you know to at ease or, or you know welcome and as he is driving home these this black uh i believe it's a it's definitely a Chevy and i tell you what duck it What year was the car and sometimes they come back? We're about to tell y'all what it is. It is a, it is a 1955 Chevrolet 150. The car used by the demons was a 1955 Chevrolet 150. Yeah, hush. All right. <laughs> but the Chevrolet, uh, 1955 Chevrolet 150, uh, badass car. Badass car, man. Got the flames on it, black. You know, revving up, got the flames coming out the engine and shit. So, uh, so he's getting followed by this fucking car, you know, jet black tinted windows and the kids riding his bike and he's help me, help me. And fucking they end up running dude off the road. Well, the, the problem is Mr. Norman is the only person really that can see this fucking black car. And he sees them or him, uh, Lawson supposedly chasing this kid. And the only people that see anybody chasing the kid is these, these people fishing. And they say the only person behind them was the school bus, pickle bus, which is Jimmy Norman, Mr. Norman. And that, that kind of fuck, you know, I mean, dude, you, you're, you're, you fucked yourself again. I mean, you fuck, you, you, you know, you've done a, you know, bang up fucking job. But, uh, so anyway, they, they kill this kid. And the next day, Mr. Norman goes in this classroom and then North comes up from down South is what they say. And I love that shit. Some of the, some of the little one liners and shit in here, it, it's, it's super, it's super, it's hilarious. And, uh, very quick, but yeah, so North comes up, um, and it, it, they keep saying he just, they come up from Milford and Milford is supposed to this, you know, this school or whatever. And he, you know, North pulls out a switchblade, acts like he's clipping his or uh, cleaning his nails. And, you know, Jimmy goes up and he's like, Give me the knife. And he's like, uh, North looks at him. I'd love to give it to you, Mr. Norman. And, uh, you know, I, I, you look, you're just like, man, 
they're really pushing this cat's buttons. They are really, really fucking with this thing. You know, you already got, he knows it's the guy who, or one of the guys who killed his brother. He just doesn't get how in the fuck are they back 20 years later? And cause he knows that they, they died. They, they got, you know, I was going to tell you all that later on if you had not seen the fucking movie. But yeah, you know, they, they died 20 years ago when his brother died. After they killed his brother, they got hit by a fucking train. Talking about some karma. I mean, man, karma hit them right in the fucking face. <laughs> so yeah, it's, so he's, he's trying to put together, you know, still what the fuck is going on? What is happening? Uh, then the, 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 the jock chip comes to Mr. Mr. Norman's door, comes to Jimmy's door and he's like, you know, he opens up the door. He's like, what the fuck you want, Chip? And, you know, Chip tells him, man, they're, they're talking about fucking you up and killing you and getting back at you for something that you did, you know, years ago. And, and basically scares this fucking, this jock dude. And as soon as he, he's, he wants to get out of town like he's so scared. But once he leaves, bam. There's the, there's the 55, man. It's right there. It's, you know, they, they get him in the car and they start talking to him. They introduce, introduce him to, to Vinny. And, and another thing about this movie is the, the, the makeup effects, the special effects. Uh, again, it's not CG. It's not computer generated. All this shit was done using, using makeup and prosthetics and, you know, uh, work, a lot of fucking work. Not saying CG isn't a lot of work, but I mean, you do that special effects, makeup, and man, that's, it's a lot of fucking work. You know, my, actually my producer does that. He, he is, uh, one of, one of the best in the business, I believe. And he, he really, he really does, does his shit and, uh, had to go to school for it, you know, uh, and yeah, man, he's, he's the best, but it takes a lot of work. But anyway, uh, so they introduce him to Vinny and, uh, you know, they're basically telling him Vinny's going to take your play, your fucking seat in class. And he, he's going to, you know, he's going to fucking, we're going to kill you, Chip. You're fucked. You're fucked. You know what I mean? So they end up fucking him up and like, it's, it's hilarious because they pull up on this bridge and you think, you know, they're going to throw out a knife or something. No, they throw out this motherfucker's body parts. And so, you know, it's, it's about to get real. And, uh, so again, the next, the next day, uh, you know, the kids missing or chips missing and Vinny is in the class and <laughs> yeah, that, that dude, yeah, the produce, my producer is, he is amazing. At the, at the special effects makeup, man, he's amazing. <laughs> he he just came into the into the room, guys, and just said that. So just letting you. Know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, man. Uh, so yeah, he uh, Jimmy Norman C. After being at the police station all night, being questioned about Chip, they start 
fucking with him. They go and they like run his son down. And, uh, you know, his son, again, it's not even credited in the movie. Uh, but you'll know him. He was in, uh, Leprechaun as the little kid who's, uh, who's running with the little fat retard dude. Uh, and I don't anybody don't, they, they say he's retarded. I didn't, I'm just saying what they said. So if y'all politically correct or whatever, man, uh, mentally challenged dude, Ozzy. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that little kid. He, he played in a few other movies too. Uh, really hadn't heard anything again for, for, from him for a long fucking time. And, uh, so anyway, they, they run him down, uh, run the little kid down, uh, scare the shit out of him. And the only person out of the four bullies that didn't die that night because he jumped out of the fucking car and was the only smart one was Mueller. And that's, that's played by William Sanderson. Now that that's the guy from, he was one of the Larry's or uh, no, that's Daryl, excuse me, who had the brother Larry and the other brother Larry um, and Deadwood. He also played in, played in Deadwood. He's been in a, a bunch of other movies, but again, man, Google this guy, William Sanderson. He, he's, he's super, super good actor as well as the rest of them. They, I mean, even Vinny, Vinny hadn't been in a lot of things and he, he done a great job, which I, I don't see why he wasn't in a lot more movies, but so basically, you know, Jimmy get, they tell him, you know, you know where to go, you know where to go. And he ends up going to his brother Wayne's grave and they're all hanging around a tree. And I mean, man, this dude, guys, this fucking movie is spooky as fuck. I'm serious, man. Like they're hanging. These, these guys are, it's dark in a graveyard. These motherfuckers are hanging up in a tree and it's just. And they're like, you know, you're looking for Mueller. You're going to need him to put this together and all this shit. And so the guys start, they, they start going after Sally, uh, which is Jimmy's wife and, you know, his son. And one of the, one of the craziest parts is when, when they do it, the face, which is the face is basically what they look like after they died. And. That's what they used to scare Chip. And man, the, <laughs> woo, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, it, it's, it's wild. Like, good, good fucking special effects makeup. Good makeup work, period. I, I loved it. Uh, even uh, Lawson actually has a speaking role while he is in Dead Face. That's what I fucking call it. But, and he, he looks around at Chip and he's like, Time to rock jock. And, you know, he's doing the little, you know, all the little one-liners. Again, there's another one-liner for you. But they go to Jimmy's house while Jimmy is trying to find Mueller, who still lives in the town, who, uh, stay packed, stays, stays armed with a 357. <laughs> you know, he, uh, when Jimmy goes to his house, that's what he's greeted at the door with. And, so while there, while he's there at Mueller's house, the, you know, Lawson, uh, Vinny and North are at Jimmy's house and they are 
basically tormenting his fucking wife. And they come jumping through the window and then Jimmy finally comes home and he shoots uh Lawson like five or six times and he flips over the table and jumps up and he like pats himself on the back. He's like or pats himself on the chest. He's like, Oh he's like, You can't you can't kill what's already dead, Jimmy. And it's just stuff like that, man. It makes the fucking movie so creepy, so fucking creepy, man. And it, it it did. It just the book was creepy. The movie, the movie, like stayed right with it, stayed right with it. So now go back some, uh, to find out what Milford is, he's trying to find out where these kids are coming from. They said they're coming from Milford. So he goes to this cop, the sheriff that was the sheriff back 20 years before, uh, Bob Nail, Officer Nail, uh, <clears throat> and he, this, this guy's played in a bunch of movies. I believe, I believe he played in it, the original it, uh, with Tim Curry. I believe he was the uh, pharmacist, so uh, the old man. Anyhow, they he goes and finds this guy, finds out that that Officer Nail got shot in the in the head, and eventually he just he retired. So Jimmy goes and finds Officer Nail, uh, you know, and he knows him. You know, Officer Nail knows him. He's like Jimmy Norman. And he was like, you remember? And he, he said, yeah. He's like, I seen your brother, Wayne. And Jimmy's like, what the fuck? You know, this dude done lost his motherfucking mind. And the guy proceeds, you know, he proceeds to tell him that he's, how he got shot in a robbery gone bad. And oh, well, I guess a robbery never goes good. <laughs> but uh, he ended up getting shot in the head. And he remembered enough to tell him that. So now Jimmy's like, Oh shit. But he said when he was dead, he was dead for like a whole five or six minutes and seeing his brother on the other side. And that's what he told him that he has to finish whatever they started. And so that's, that's what Jimmy's trying to figure out. You know, like what the fuck is he talking about? And, you know, those those guys, you know, like Lawson and them tell them, you're going to need Mueller to figure out with, the, you know, all this. And it's it ends tonight, you know, and that's the 20 year anniversary. And so he ends up me uh, just getting Mueller. They they end up finding the guys, the guys kidnap Mueller. And he's like, you know, you know where to meet us. And they take the fuck off. And, uh, of course, Jimmy goes and he he does this exact same thing and this exact same scenario that happened 20 years 20 years ago and it's basically a point that Mueller turns against him or or tries to run Lawson stabs his ass just like he done Wayne, Jimmy, you know, Mr. Norman's little brother. And as Mueller's dying, he says, 
You know what they say. For everyone that they kill, one who come back. Yeah, one's coming back. And bam, it's Wayne. You know, and you're just like, fuck yeah. You know, like, hell yeah. Now you got it. Your, your brother there. Everything is, is good. And of course, Wayne has kind of been in a limbo for 20 years because he doesn't know what happened. People say, you know, when they, that quick death comes, uh, or sudden, it's, you know, you could, you could be there. You could be there in limbo, uh, ghost, whatever, uh, for years. And, you know, Wayne starts telling him, he's like, you know, he's, he looks at Jim and he's like, no, Jimmy's my little brother. And he was like, no, this is, this is my son. Um, yeah, rewind back. Dude's son ends up coming and showing up there with him. And because they took him. <laughs> so, but they get there and they hear a train. This, and this track has been shut down for fucking years, for years. And they hear a train. And North looks up. He's like, what was that? And Lawson's like, Hey, there ain't no train that runs through here. And, and basically they get, excuse me. Woo. Hey, happy science season, everybody. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so he, yeah, he, he turns around. He tells them, you know, they're like, give me my key. And that's basically. What happened? Somebody tossed the fucking key out of the car. Mueller jumped out, grabbed the key, and ran. That's how they couldn't get the car started, and whammo, they got fucked up. And basically, that that's that's how the movie ends. I'm not going to tell you piece by piece, but that's that's how it ends. I mean, it it basically comes around and. Uh, it's it's kind of a lesson to, you know, just appreciate the people that are here and the time that you have with them because they don't come back like that. But I believe if anybody's listening to this podcast, can't nobody tell me that there is not something out there after we die. I I don't care what you say, who said different uh, this person showed me this. No, I have experienced, you know, go through and listen to the paranormal uh, episodes that we have on here. And that's only, a, that's only some, that's only, that's only some, I really want to do another one to where we get to tell more uh, paranormal experiences. And because I have more myself and I know people out there do. So guys, if y'all are listening to this, if you're listening to this or if you listen to it later on, whatever, uh, man, send us a fucking email or call in. We're going to, we'll do another live and you guys can call in, tell your stories live on air. And all of our listeners, they can listen to them and, and hear your experiences because it is, it is very, it, it's, it's intriguing. It is so intriguing that the last night I was, this, this is 
kind of relevant, but not uh, actually went with my wife, and we went to go get some fucking Taco Bell. Plug me, Taco Bell. Plug me, because I ate the fuck out of y'all. Anyway, <laughs> and what I mean by a plug, I mean a sponsorship, motherfuckers. Unlimited tacos for everybody. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm, we're going to get taco, going, going to get dinner, going to get Taco Bell, and I, I run to this guy standing outside, and he's, uh, you know, it's the the apartment that we're in now. He's standing outside smoking a cigarette, and uh, we just we say hi to each other, and uh, he asked me how how I got. On, a cr- on crutches, and I, you know, I told him I just hurt my leg and this and that, and uh, I said, you know, I messed this one up. I said I got a bullet in this one, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, was you in the army? And I was like, no, nah, just you know, st- the street dude, just you know, hey, it is what it is. And he was like, oh, okay, so this guy begins to tell me he is from New Mexico, and grew up. Panning for gold, doing doing all the things that New Mexican OENs do, and <laughs> then he starts telling me about all these paranormal experiences that happen, and tells me that he is a cryptologist, uh, he is a paranormal investigator, he has a doctorate in it, which I don't know how much that was true. I, I you know, believe. Half of what you see, none of what you hear is is kind of me. But, you know, I was very intrigued uh, of some of the stuff this guy was talking about. But he was telling me some military experiences that he had and how a basically they seen a spirit when he was in Germany just being stationed there. And it it freaked me out within the 15 minutes me and this guy were talking. And I, I was just, I was tripped. But um, anyway, that yeah, man, it definitely, sometimes they do come back. And it, it's not in that physical form to be sitting in your class. It's, you know, it could be all around you. It's, it's so much energy. Yeah, this energy goes somewhere. So if you don't believe, hey, man, be a skeptic until you do until you see one. So that's, that's what I could tell you. But, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the time right now. And, and if motherfuckers know me, you know what that means. You already fucking know what that means. And that means it is time to smoke. So today I am smoking some vanilla cake, which is a good fucking indigo, good indigo strain. Uh, Actually, I've had it before flower wise, but this is going to be out of my, my wax pen. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to vape, basically vape that, but it is, it's one of, it's one of the best, definitely one of the best. And I'm going to try, try to get up some good music for you fucking guys to chill and listen to. And actually, I'm going to give you my lane. This one is. T-Shawn, a track bastard, off the new album, Mental Illness, that's called My Lane. Y'all listen to this and chill or smoke with me if you smoke, and uh, see y'all in a bit. 
Cash got a Mossberg ass K and a Pro B. She don't know me. No P O G name. Hood same hood. Haywood Lane to Apache. Bar drop doing 65. Hit the back street. I ain't catching felony. I got to tell you, the fucking vanilla cake is the bomb. Uh, I think it's running around 21% THC is what it uh, said, but it, man, I, mm, one little dab got me, got me, and that's, uh, that is very rare for me. <coughs> oh, my goodness, man. Woo. So. As I said, we are reviewing 1991, Sometimes They Come Back. And, again, uh, man, just all-around good fucking movie. Great book. So, uh, on this one, I'm going to suggest get them both. Get the book. You can get the uh, book on Amazon. Um, uh, trying to think of a couple more may I, I want to say Walmart do not don't don't take me a hundred percent on that because I, I think I've just seen it but uh, definitely on Amazon download the hard copy or the paperback cheap which is cheaper or you can get the audio book <coughs> the audio books me myself not a big reader you know, I'm not, I'm not a big reader, man. I love movies though. And I, I love being read too. Now, I'm, I'm, it's, motherfuckers gonna be like, oh, no baby ass dude. No baby motherfucker need to be read to sleep. But, but it is very calming. It is very calming. My, my wife, uh, she actually reads like horror novels or, uh, you know, some James Patterson, you know, you know, with those from James Patterson out there and, uh, some other, some other authors, I can't fucking think of them, but, and, and she just will sit there and will listen to the audio or she'll just read the book to me and it soothes for, for people with mental illness. It, and have, have very bad anxiety, uh, I know there is a lot of that nowadays, but that really helps. Uh, also, watching watching a movie, uh, a good funny movie, puts you in a good place, good state of mind, and that's that's what does it for me. Is you know, if my wife reads to me or we listen to an audio book together, and but this is definitely one uh, you may not want to read if you're having a anxiety episode. But it, it, 
it definitely it's it's good for that. And it's a good it's a good fucking read and it's a good movie. Um so again I don't don't I don't have my rating rating sheet, but we're gonna go through the through the basics. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a couple things. Uh honestly what I tell what I tell people about the movie, of course, I'm doing it on the podcast, but I I, I would tell anybody else not on the podcast to, to go see this movie, go go buy it because I mean you you know I don't think they're playing in any theaters, but uh or get the book or the audio book whatever, and, and check this fucking movie out. It is it, it's very original, done very well, and as Stephen for Stephen King, you it doesn't give you that crazy 180 twist to it. And, you know, if you've seen Stephen King's adaptation movies from his books, you know they always got to put, you know, he's got this crazy flip to it, you know. and But this really doesn't, except, you know, the guy's coming back from the dead, which is, you know, still super fucking cool. But uh, originality on the movie, I, I I love the originality. I love how original it was. Uh, bringing the guys who killed your brother back from the dead, so you can get revenge. But you have to go through a little, you know, a little shit dealing with these motherfuckers. So I mean, I I I think originality is going to rate up there high like a nine or a 10. And again, guys, I'm really not, I'm really not going to rate it to a certain number. Uh, just, I'm just going to go through and tell you what I think I thought about. Um, the special effects makeup, the special effects makeup was fucking on point. It was on point. So, so much. So I was like, damn, the, the, the mask, the, uh, the, the things they did when they, they did the, uh, do the face, you know, that shit was fucking creepy. That shit was creepy. Having that bitch hanging, hanging up in a barn. Creepy. So, but, and another thing, there really wasn't a whole lot. There was not, a, there was not a need for a whole lot of special effects. There really wasn't, uh, just the story in itself will freak you the fuck out. <coughs> But for for what they had in it, I, man, I'm I'm I, I, yeah, definitely a, a ten. Like I, I I'm gonna go with the ten. I think it, I think it was uh, the acting in the movie was great. I, I don't think even the kid that played in Leprechaun, uh, his uh, Jimmy's son, he done a great job being a child actor. I mean, done a great job, man. He's running from that fucking car and. He's like, help me. Oh shit. They're fucking about to run my ass over and fucking kill me. Yeah. He done a good job. So, uh, and everybody else did too. They, like I said, that guy Vinny, he hadn't played in a lot of things, which is, you know, one of the four bullies, but he did a great job acting. He really did. So, so man, big, big, big respect 
to all the actors, the writers on this movie, because uh, yeah, they did a good job. And I, I, I got to get that shit. I got to go with a 10 on that as well. Uh, rewatch value. I usually the, like the rewatch value on it, man. I could honestly watch this movie probably five, six times a year, seven, maybe, I don't know, just depending on my mood, but it is, it's, it's that good. Like it's, it's, you know, it's gotta be something super good for me to pull it out every two months and watch it. And I, I do this. I do this. I actually, I have the movie with me right now, uh, sitting next to me. So that, that, that'll tell you, uh, they actually did a, they did a, a, a couple of sequels. They did a, uh, a part two. Sometimes they come back again. Some, sometimes they come back for more, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I have not watched that one. The part two, it's got, uh, Alexa, uh, Arquette, Alexis Arquette, which is, uh, David Arquette. Uh, his brother and uh, Patricia Arquette, her brother, and he, man, he does. A, he plays a good fucking bad guy. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that much. Plays a good bad guy, and I kind, you know, it's got Hillary Swank. I think it was one of uh, Hillary Swank's first movies. Uh, a few other, a few other people. Again, you know, uh, definitely check that one out too. Sometimes they come back again, and. Now, like I told you, there's a third one. Sometimes they come back for more, I believe is what it's called, but I, I didn't go back for more after that. That, that, that did it for me. So, uh, but yeah, I, you know, definitely <clears throat> it, it, you know, every, everything I, I liked it. I liked, uh, you know, like I said, the acting, the originality, rewatch value, uh, you know, uh, rewatch value of it is a fucking 10. I'd watch it again, you know, today, you know, I might watch it this today. Uh, but, uh, jump, uh, scary, like little jump scares, you know, that make you go, Oh fuck motherfucker. You know, uh, it, it really, there was, there was a couple, there was a couple, uh, where, you know, where Lawson jumps through the window and shit. And, uh, when they're, you know, some other, some other parts, you know, I really don't want to give it away, but I mean, but it, there, 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 were, there wasn't a whole lot of them, but there was a couple. So I, I, um, I don't even know if I'm going to judge that because I really don't want to get it, give it a bad, you know, a bad rating. And there really wasn't that much in there, but it was enough to creep you the fuck out. And the whole movie, the whole movie keeps you like, Damn, 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 you know, like, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna write that one. I just, I'm just gonna say they did a good job. I mean, good, good, good ass fucking movie, man. <clears throat> uh, also, I guess, let's see, if I would say anything else, I would probably say, I guess the film quality um uh, is is usually one of the ones that I that I do rate. 
the the film quality, the shooting, the angles. That's what I look at. I, I look at a lot of that stuff, and it this this was done very well. Um, the POV, you know, that they use in there, it's 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 cool. They had they even have some uh, steady cam footage, you know, as as uh, the kids running and walking or whatever. Uh, it, it yeah, it was man like definitely shot fucking great. I think for its time for ninety one, for fucking ninety one. I mean yeah, well well done, and it was for TV, and it was uh, it was for TV. So. Yeah, I, I I definitely got to give that a ten, man. And and above all, uh, everything, the whole movie, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a fucking nine five, maybe a nine seven, because it, it was done very well. And I suggest you guys, as always, and I always say on this motherfucker, man, go rent it, bar it, buy it, stream it, watch that motherfucker, man, listen to it. You know, like like I said, you need to get it on audiobook. But check it check it the fuck out. And that's that's the book and the movie. Uh the book's by Stephen King and the movie is by some dude who shot it in nineteen ninety one. So <laughs> but you can find that out on Google. Bam, there you go, man. That's what it is. <clears throat> Again, guys, uh smoking vanilla cake today. Good strain. Uh, like I said, probably about 20, 21%, uh, good, good indigo, uh, will, will put you on your ass with one pop. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It is a, is a good pop. Uh, also, man, go check out my guy, Toofy the fucking clown. Again, the only clown that I fuck with, period. Period. You can look him up on Facebook, alright, and it's T-O-O-F-I-E, the clown. And it's a big, scary, red-headed looking motherfucker. But, damn. Kind of like I'm describing myself. <laughs> Except this motherfucker's got makeup on. But, uh, yeah, man, he's got long, like, kind of curlyish hair. Like, fuck, he's fucking scary. But, uh, super, super good. Like, one of the, like I said, don't want, one of the only clowns I fuck with. Yeah, I've been smoking a little bit this morning, so I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. And, but yeah, go check him out. Go check him out on Facebook. Uh, I believe he has got a TikTok now. I heard he's got a TikTok that is creepy as fuck. So definitely go check him out, man. Toofy the Clown, T-O-O-F-I-E, the Clown. And like I said, you check him out on TikTok. Fake, go to his Facebook. Leave him a hello. Leave him a fuck you. Uh, <laughs> cause we don't fuck with clowns. We do not fuck with clowns. It's like I, when I say that's the only clown I fuck with, that's the only clown I fuck with. The only other one was Sig Hay, and rest in peace, man. I I, I miss that dude. That's a, a hell of a guy, and a and a friend. I I knew him, got drunk with him a couple of times. Hell of a guy, man. I've been drunk with fucking Toopy the clown. Once or twice. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, man. Go check him out. Again, go check out. We still have T-Shawn and Track Bastard. Concrete or Lead is out on all 
social media music platforms. All right. Anywhere you go on there, you can find us and go check it out because we're, we're fixing to come with that new that what, what I played for you earlier, man, that my lane, y'all better get ready. Y'all better get ready because we're bringing that motherfucking heat and we are not fucking playing. We are not playing guys. I'm telling you, uh, we, we, we might be older, but we're getting your ass with them lyrics. And we ain't none of these mumble, mumble mouth motherfuckers that, that, that mumble rap shit. No, this is, this is real shit. We've lived it. You know, like I said, I got two bullets in my body. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I've been there. I've done that. Uh, <clears throat> again, go check us out, man. Go download the album, uh, or stream it. Whatever you want to do, man. We, we're, you know, we're, we're grateful for whatever, whatever we get. So yeah, go check it out. All me, all social media platforms. You can also check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram, uh, Instagram backslash T-S-H-O-N A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K-B-A-S-T-A-R-D. That is T-Shine and Track Bastard. Concrete or lead. Uh, also, Give the show a fucking like. Check us out. Uh, okay, that's my appointment. Telling my crazy appointment. Telling me when it is. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, go check. Go give the fucking show a like, man. The the horror movie hood review at Facebook, or you can catch us at uh, on TikTok at TikTok backslash or at sign whatever the horror movie hood review. You can also email us at the horror movie hood review at gmail.com or you can go to our Twitter at T H M H R podcast. Yes, I had to write that down because I forget it every fucking time, dude. The letters like throw me off. So yeah, it's Twitter backslash T H M H our podcast and yeah definitely send in your uh don't forget about the them horror stories if you have a paranormal or anything weird uh that's happened to you and i'm not talking about motherfuckers touching on you and shit because you got to tell that to your fucking psychiatrist now just you know paranormal paranormal haunted paranormal you know like send them motherfuckers in they got other shows for that other shit, but because, uh, yeah, definitely, man, send them in to us. Let let us know uh, your experience because we will definitely we will tell it, or we will uh, let you call in and you can tell it on the air yourself. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, again, uh, another another shout out, man. Go check out AJ Spencer. Uh, AJ Spencer is a man, a fucking great author. He has got a book on Amazon right now. Uh, he's got a novel coming out. Uh, I'm, I'll have more information on that. So I'll get you on the next podcast, but other, other dude, check this guy out. AJ Spencer, hell, hell of a fucking writer. Definitely, definitely a, a good, good writer. Um, as well, check out my guy, Chad Arms, uh, at Chad Arms TV on uh, YouTube, you can Google him. He's he's got a couple other ones that he does uh, podcasts as well. Also, uh, my guy Fathead, uh, 
Much love to him. Go check him out. P-H-A-T-H-E-A-D. It's called Music Child. Uh, this guy's doing big things, man. He's on the road. He's, he's really working. Uh, and, and, and doing, doing his, doing his grind. Also, go check out my homeboy Reese. It's R-E-6. R-E-6. But he is, dude is ridiculous. All you got to do is Google him and he will come up, man. So, yeah, go check those guys out. Also, shout out to my fucking producer, Chris, who who always, man, keeps keeps me motivated, uh, keeps me concentrated on the bigger picture <clears throat> and works this fucking show uh, as well. You know, my, my homeboy B on the music tip and uh, some of the, you know, some of the little editing that you've helped with, like the, you know, creating the intro, both intros to the show. Uh, much love. Thank you, brother. Uh, always appreciated. And, uh, yeah, guys, for again, I, I do this at every show. Uh, I'm going to end out with this again for the mental health awareness, guys. We are very, very, very supportive of all mental health awareness. Uh, you know, I, I, I joked a little bit about, you know, calling in and, you know, with stu- stuff that's happened to you. But all that stuff can lead to to mental, like, stress and uh, PTSD and uh, anxiety. Uh, and we're, you know, we, we understand about that, guys. And we want you just to, during this weekend, go by and see a motherfucker that you have not seen in a hot minute or call them even do it go even go through fucking facebook or or instagram and video chat you know hey how you doing motherfucker how you being man love you you know i love you you know it it doesn't take anything to do that people it really doesn't man and that that could change somebody's day you know that could make a bad mood go to a, a, a a a great mood and they can have a great day so, you know, and that, and that's what we're about is there, you know, having people feel good. That's why I get on here. You know, I am, I suffer from severe PTSD, agoraphobia and so severe social anxiety. But I do this show and because I love horror movies and I love talking. I love talking about smoking weed. I love smoking weed. That right there was B sending me a message. Probably going to be so. Oh, excuse me, some good ass music, but uh, yeah, man, guys, definitely do that. Reach out to somebody. It doesn't take anything, man, to send somebody a, a hey, just checking on you or love you. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, guys, do that. Make make that make that your goal this weekend. Also, smoke a lot of fucking weed, watch a lot of horror movies, and definitely be careful. And guys, take care. Again, they starting with this rioting stuff. Uh, I don't get into that po- the politics of everything. I just tell everybody, be careful, smoke some weed, get some head, and watch some horror movies. But for sometimes they come back, 1991, go rent it, buy it, stream it, watch it. Or, again, listen to it. You can listen to the book. Uh, guys, this is your host, T-Shawn, man, and much, much, much fucking horror movie love from the whole horror movie review family. Uh, much love, and as always, peace.
Peace.